This is the Professional Stepdad Podcast, where we share stories, strategies, and ideas from men just like you to answer one question and one question only. How can I be a better stepdad? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Professional Stepdad Podcast, episode nine. Um, today was a pretty, it's going to be a pretty interesting um, show because I ended up um, going to visit one of my friends, his name's Kevin, who is also a stepdad. And we, uh, we tried one of those James Corbin, is it Corbin? Yeah, James Corbin ride along, you know, where we talk about his life, but in a car. So like, kind of like the carpool karaoke thing, but we, we ended up talking about um, his journey as a stepdad. You can see I'm in my car and I'm going to be joined today by my good friend, Kevin Gray. Kevin, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, buddy? Thanks for helping me out. Hey, today. thanks for yeah. having me here. Dude. You cool with this whole driving thing? Yeah? Oh heck yeah. Okay. Especially if we have AC. This is great. <laughs> All right, here sure we go. Nothing. This is awesome, dude. Thanks for having me on. So, like anything you do in production or when you're creating a show or you're trying to put out information, not everything always goes right. So we ended up having a lot of technical difficulties. The phone overheated about 50 times. Um, but definitely a cool concept, and I'm going to be bringing that that whole idea to, you know, into a bigger scope. Like I want to do more shows on the road. Like I want to interview other stepdads that are in the grind, going through a journey that, um, that can't necessarily make it to, to my, uh, to my studio slash office to come for the interview. So I'll go to them. Um, and the reason I'm willing to do that and to go out of my way for that, obviously is because I believe that there is a lot of beneficial, useful, useful information um, that everyone needs to hear. So I want to give you a little bit of a backstory to the clip that I am going to share with you guys today um, because we did get a piece of, um, of his story that I think is going to be you know, helpful for everybody that listens. So Kevin is an amazing man. He stepped up. He, he fell in love with his, his wife. Her name is Shay. And Shay had a daughter. Her name is Carter. And, um, and, uh, they, Shay and, and her then, I think it was her boyfriend. I'm not exactly sure if her, if Carter's dad, if they were married, but they ended up splitting because obviously they didn't have, you know, they had a lot of differences. Um, there was a lot of alcohol and drugs involved, but here's the cool part. The cool part is, is that Kevin stepped up. He immediately fell in love with Shay. I wish I would have caught that part of the story because he tells the moment that he was kind of, he like, he knew he needed to be there when he felt that love and admiration from um, Carter, the, like almost the very first time they ever met. And like the journey that he, you know, the steps that he took in order to develop this relationship with his his now wife, Shay. And um, they went through a lot of struggles, a lot of ups and downs, like every couple, like every, every stepmom or stepdad or parents, that are going through divorce and are inviting a new, new someone into their life. There's always going to be that learning curve, right? There's always going to be that, that time where you need to see what works, see what doesn't get on the same page when it comes to parenting methods. And that's going to be what the next episode is going to, uh, episode 10 is going to be dedicated to the good guy, bad guys drama that happens within homes. Um, but this clip that I'm going to show you is specifically the moment where Kevin knew that all the hard work that he had put into Shay and to Carter 
over the years was finally about to pay off. Now, he didn't know it was coming. He didn't expect anything. But Kevin was committed to the consistency of being there, to showing up, to being dependable. And because of that, because of all the hard work he did, you know, behind closed doors where nobody was watching, it ended up like coming to light in one amazing moment when Carter's dad called Kevin and Shay and said, hey, I would like to meet with you guys. Is it possible? So Kevin and Shay decided to go meet with them to find out what was going on. And they left Carter, I think, with their grandma. And they went to sit down. And Kevin, again, not expecting anything, was taken back by what happened, which was a defining moment in his life as a stepdad, as a dad, as a husband, and as a man, to know that all the hard work and effort that you put in does have a payday. So this is his little section of his story. Like I said, I wish I would have, uh, the camera would have recorded more. Um, I will probably have Kevin back on because you all need to hear his story. Um, but I'm really, really excited for you guys to see what you hear what happens and even see what happens because I recorded it. So uh, enjoy. So what was really cool. So, so Mitch sat us down. He called, he, after this relationship that he was in fell apart with this, with this girl that was telling him to really stick his claws into to Carter and, and fight for his rights, that kind of stuff, which he didn't want. Um, after that relationship failed and we were very thankful. We we're like, thank you, Lord, for, for, yeah. <laughs> for letting that take its course. Cause it was a rough time. You know, you have waves of rough times. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he, he called us up, called Shay up and he said, Hey, I, I want to meet with you guys. And she said, okay, um, we can meet at this time. So we met at Starbucks and Carter was being watched by grandma at the time. And so he sat us down and he said, okay, so I just want to say that, um, I really, you guys are doing an amazing job with Carter. Um, I'm sorry for uh, the stress that I've caused. I really want to step back and I want to let you do what um, what you guys want to do with Carter. I will sign paperwork, that kind of stuff. I will give up my rights, that kind of thing. Wow. And you go, if, if you're watching, it's switch. like, is he dying? Right. We're going, what the heck happened? And I, and I asked him, I said, why, why are you doing this? And why is it now that you trust me to be the, the father figure in your daughter's yeah, life? Great question. And he said, well, you've proved yourself. And I thought that was really interesting because hmm. I proved myself by being consistent. I loved Carter. I was consistent. Um, I provided for her, um, and he was able to see that. Yeah. But to his credit, that takes a lot of guts, and I think that that was a really important point in his life that he, whether it was for that moment or it was leading up to that, and now he's like that. I'm not sure, but he stopped, and he. This was going against the advice that he was still getting from his mom and from the other people, yeah. the others, yeah. right? That think they know what's best. And um, 
he uh, he gave up his his rights and signed paperwork and stuff over the next couple weeks, and it was. Question: Did you feel like you took a deep away. breath, like almost like it was like? Oh yeah, <laughs> huge, huge. It's cool it that you amazing. even got to that point, brother. Because yeah. because there are, there are plenty of stepdads out there that will never get to that point. Well, and and here's my advice for the people that are in that situation: just be consistent. Focus mm. on your daughter, stepdaughter, but focus on your daughter. Um, be consistent and love her, support her, love your wife or your girlfriend, whoever that's going to be. Understand that this is a, it's either an on or off. You know, you can't just step into your wife's life or your girlfriend's life, be there for a little bit step away, do your own thing, come back in, step away, because that just wreaks havoc on your stepdaughter or your soon-to-be stepdaughter. Yeah. You have to be consistent. And it's it's another layer, it's another level of responsibility that you have to have. And that's something that I had to understand is that I can't just be thinking about myself. And for a long time I was. I was and selfishness. And it's until okay. you realize it's, it's that selfish thing that we have. Yeah, and until I mean, you actually see that in yourself or you have someone <laughs> who points that out to you <laughs> that hey, dude, you're being extremely selfish, knock it off. This is it's it's bigger than you. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than you. Guys, I think that's the biggest takeaway from any episode that I'll ever do is that it's bigger than you. I mean, it's so much bigger than any of us, but our job is not to try to to solve every problem and try to try to try to <clears throat> make every situation good, bad, right or wrong, uh, go the way we want it to go. Sometimes we just we have to go with the flow. But I think if you're trying to handle your life right now as a step parent, as a step dad, as a leader, as a man in your house, like your dad did, or like you're the men in your life did, or the or the people in your circle of influence did. That's good. Um, yep. It's not going to work because here's the thing: the thing is, is that you're going to try to implement. Um, Habits, rituals, routines that that are familiar. Are, that are, yeah, yeah. You're gonna try to yeah that are familiar. But the thing is, you'll do it unconsciously. You won't even realize you're doing it. Like I did an episode two days ago where I talk about how I've been working on myself probably longer than any anybody I know. You know, we're we're talking 15 years. I've been working on myself, constant. Every since you know when I was 26, I started. And yesterday, or maybe it was the day before, whatever episode that was. I found myself being condescending to my wife in the kitchen. She said something. I was very condescending what she said, like almost like I didn't care what, what she said. And I blew it off like it wasn't a big deal. But guess what? Because I did the self-work, the old me would have just let it be because hell, if, you know, she was, she said something. I, I made her feel dumb. She'll get over it kind of thing. That was the old kind of ways of doing things. But because I did the work, I was aware to understand that, holy shit, I just made a mistake, big mistake. Because there's no reason she wasn't, she didn't deserve it. She wasn't like trying to pick a fight or anything. So I was aware enough to go back into the kitchen and say, hey, it's on me, my bad. But right? you don't have to be perfect. And that's right. the thing. And that's one of the greatest things in life and things that you have to understand is that you don't have to be perfect. And uh, I'm an improviser, as you know. So, I mean, that speaks to that a ton that, look, you don't have to be perfect if you make a mistake. It's okay. And I'm getting, I'm trying to figure this out myself too. It's it is so work, hard because it's a lot of work. 
the more you do self-reflective work and you work on yourself, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm getting better and better, better, better. And you're building on this success. And then when you have a, a time like that, or you, you, you just, you're not, you're not a good parent. You know, you're, you say something wrong to them or you just yeah, you fuck you up. blow them off yeah. you screw up. It's so hard to, to take that and think that, okay, that's not back to square one. It's okay. It's a sidestep. Yeah. It's a sidestep. It's a sidestep. Guys, the, 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 the fuck ups and the mistakes are okay. They're, they're okay. There's nothing wrong with them. The question is, is that what do you do next? That's, that will, that will forever be the thing that matters because there are the narrative around stepdads and the narrative around men that are put in our position in general is not a good narrative at all. The, the, the story of our history, I say our history, almost like we're, uh, <laughs> the story of the stepdad, stepdad origin or whatever you want to call it is definitely one of tragedy and, and not a lot of triumph. So with like a hit home moment, um, like I said, Kevin earlier, that there are a lot of men out there that are not struggling uh, they, because we all struggle. They are, they are, they, it's crossing their mind to either, I don't need this. I don't need this in my life. I don't deserve this. I didn't sign up for this. Um, or life wasn't supposed to be this hard. Or how about this? How about, how about this? How about some of the information that I've delivered or they can get from, so things from other stepdads that are going through it that they're like, well, that won't work for me because, or that, you know, my, my situation's different. You know, I'm very, I'm very hard hitting on the fact that it doesn't matter. Literally, it doesn't matter if you, if you do the simple little, little tiny things, the bigger things will take care of themselves or the bigger things will work themselves out, but you're making, I'm, I'm wanting people to take care of the tiny things. So guys coming from another stepdad that, that is out there like, like you, that is either, either been in the position that you're in right now, climb the mountain that you're getting ready to climb. You know, I want to make sure you're hearing this from him. Go ahead. So it's, it, I think it comes down to this. Um, like what you were saying about the little things, it's staying consistent with those little things. It's doing what's right regardless, because this is, it's a, it's the position that we're in is not a very glamorous one. Hmm. You know, there's a lot of, um, negative press out there too about stepdads, you know, stepdads are, you know, you know, right. But it's, it's, when it comes down to it, what you do makes a huge lasting four generation impression. It, you, you could have stopped there and it would have been great. That's good. That's good stuff. Holy cow. I didn't think about that. The way you just put it. Lasting generation impression equals you matter. Wow. That's good, man. That's really, really good. Oh, I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, you know what's great about this is that one thing that I love that you're doing is, is getting stories of stepdads so that we can all see this, so we can all hear it, and we can all talk about our circumstances and our experiences and and realize that hey we're in this together mm. you know you're not doing this alone even though it feels like you're alone because i know for me there's many many times it feels like i'm just in the trenches yeah. by myself doing this with no reward there's no glamour there's no uh, uh there's no fame from it 
if you're a good stepdad, you don't get extra re rewards and, and... Or are you recognized by many people? Ticket tape parade and that kind of stuff. You're not getting a band following you around. But if you're a bad stepdad, you get all the negative. You get all the negative press. You get all the... You get a terrible relationship with your kids. You get a terrible relationship with your wife. You get a terrible relationship with yourself because you feel like a horrible person mm. when you're... When you're when you're messing up. Messing up. And not trying. So, but with that being said, we're in this together. And so I think it's really cool that you had me on the show and, and of course, talking about my experience and hearing all the other experiences from all these other guys out there. So, all right, guys, this is episode nine of the Professional Stepdad Podcast. I'm your host, Franco Zavala. Thank you very much for being here, for joining us, joining my friend, Kevin Gray, and hearing his story. And Absolutely. we will see you guys later. Stay Focus Productions. Stay focused.